0: I'm gonna show you six home remedies for allergy relief today. If you're coughing and sneezing, or maybe you live in the south, or I mean, it can impact anywhere in the country. When it's blooming season, or maybe just in general, you wake up each day, and you know, my mother-in-law just has sneezing fits in the morning, something gets to her within the house, or having those problems. I mean, this is the sixth leading cause of chronic illness in the United States. Research shows around 50 million people are affected by just nasal allergies alone. So 30% of adults get hit and 40% of children. So it's the number one health issue that's affecting kids. So these remedies I'm going to show you today are effective. I'm going to show you six of them in a moment can be used on kids. It's this is very costly 18 billion dollars is spent spent in our society on the damages that come from it. And it can start from indoors. Uh you know we got molds and we got pets and we got Um, The outdoors, we got pollens and grasses and weeds and there's skin allergies, there's hives, there's inflammation that leads all the way up to eczema and there's contact uh, allergens that can happen. So we've got to really identify the culprits. And most of us turn to some level of an antihistamine uh, and these can have significant side effects, dizziness and drowsiness, um, nausea, confusion, mood side effects. Um, some of us get injections for this, but we're injecting in toxins straight into the bloodstream, oftentimes having harsh chemicals in them. So what are some natural ways that we can avoid some of those side effects from these allergy relievers, these antihistamines? What are, what did nature have for us in the form of natural antihistamines? Well, let's go. Here's six of them. Okay. Number one, Tinospora. Tinospora cordophilia is a plant extract. Been around since early 1900s Ayurvedic medicine uh, for its immune-modulating immune component. It's a complex of polysaccharides and polyphenols. Now, these are key immune mediators. They will hedge off these invading microbes like allergens, and they stimulate the body's chompers, the body's clean-uppers, macrophages, the specialized cells that are Uh, Responsible for cruising around your immune system uh, in your body and eating up foreign invaders, just like these allergens. So there's been solid research done in this one um, for its anti-allergy powers. Uh, In fact, there was one that was there were 75 allergy sufferers studied, and they gave them Tinospora, and the users reported 100% relief. Excuse me, 100% relief overall. 83% from sneezing. 68% from nasal drips and discharge, 61% from obstruction of nasal, and then just the itching, 71%. So massive differences compared to the placebo group, which we're getting way less results. So very powerful tinnospora might be a good one to add in. Number two is vitamin C. I think all things immune system need a vitamin C involved. Water-soluble vitamin, uh, antioxidant, very immune-supportive, is a precursor to collagen, bones, cartilage, muscle, blood vessels inside of our body. Um, And you can really get it from a lot of foods. So citrus fruits, berries, um, uh, broccoli, bell peppers, excellent sources to get more vitamin C into your diet. Number three is quercetin. Quercetin is the king of all the flavonoids. Uh, it's a powerful, powerful antioxidant, and it's being used to promote a healthy anti inflammatory response. Um, I use this a lot with my father with his, his health issues. We um, really loaded him up on quercetin each day. Red onions, apples, olive oil. Uh, dark berries, grapes, capers, salad greens, uh, many herbs like dill, cilantro, watercress, radicchio, all excellent sources of kercetin in this richly colored pigment that's in those foods. Now, it is an excellent anti-inflammatory. It inhibits an inflammatory response. Together with vitamin C, quercetin inhibits the release of histamines. So the process of ever getting the histamine out of your body to get irritated, to get the rash, to get the uh, the flare up, this is going to prevent it. It's really helpful with upper respiratory issues like asthma, allergy-related asthma, uh, allergy-related bronchitis. Those would be important for intake of quercetin. Number four, nettles. Nettles is sting nettle, perennial flower. Okay. I'm not talking about the nettles on a pine tree. <laughs> okay. It's a, a perennial flower. It's employed throughout the ages, very popular, been around for a really long time, all the way back to ancient Greece, ancient Egypt. Uh, They used it because it had a lot of flavonoids in it, several different types of acids that were very powerful as nutritional components to create an antihistamine effect. And it also contains active components that reduce inflammation, especially those created by cytokines. Cytokines tend to go up with viruses. Uh, They also go up in a allergen response. Uh, It can also aid in things like joint health, arthritis. So this can simply be taken in, in a soup, in a tea. Uh, You're able to get nettle leaves and nettle flower that you can use for those. It's really high in vitamin C as well. So you kind of double up there a little bit, but it is a known antihistamine. Number five is vitamin D. Vitamin D modulates all of the immune system. Uh, huge correlation between uh, allergy symptoms, asthma, uh, rhinitis, your running nose from your allergy, wheezing, uh, and allergies. In fact, children with allergies are linked to having 20 times increased probability of vitamin D deficiency. So they're just showing that if you have allergies, more than likely it's going hand in hand with lowered your vitamin D levels. So we wanna get those blood levels up over 50 as your target to protect from allergies, especially before allergy season. And to do that, you wanna take vitamin D3, not D2, uh, and make sure and take it with vitamin K2 and magnesium to help absorb it and don't create any deficiencies in your body. It's not just taking vitamin D, it's taking the right vitamin D. You can check out more resources below to learn more about properly taking vitamin D. And then finally, there's probiotics. Probiotics are the good bacteria inside of our body. They make up 70 to 80% of our immune system. They are gonna be involved in the fight against allergens. In fact, studies have shown that there's a direct impact with probiotic use. uh, Not on all symptoms, but when you take in probiotics through amazing foods like uh, sauerkraut, kimchi, pickles, kombucha, Uh, and other fermented sources, they're excellent sources of those probiotics to get into your gut health so you can fight off these allergens. Especially if you're having rashes and you're having eczema and skin problems, look to the gut, look to adding good pre, pro, and postbiotics into your diet. More information on those below. Now, I should say with all these, these are six powerful antihistamines. Antihistamines, the Drug type can create drowsiness, can create dizziness, right? Even if you take a supplemental form or a food form, you can still get some of those and you can counteract this with bicarbonate salts and electrolytes, very, very important. That if you are using a over-the-counter antihistamine, if you're using a food form of an antihistamine, to be adding in extra sea salt, to be adding in biocarbonate salts, to be adding in electrolytes. And so there's more information on that below as well for you. And hopefully this makes allergies simple. Like to make health simple. Like the video if you liked it. Comment below uh, what you thought. Subscribe to the channel for more helpful solutions where we work on making